good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever it is, wherever you are today. I'm Ali Amagasu coming to you live from Cisco Live Barcelona with the latest episode of Cloud Unfiltered. Today's guest is one of our very most popular. Uh, I think he literally has the record for most combined views and listens from last year's episodes. His name is Jeremy Oki. He is a Cisco colleague of mine. And Jeremy, what's your actual title right now? Uh, Senior Director of Enterprise Product Management for our Cloud Platform and Solutions Group. Yeah, there's a reason I couldn't remember that. Yeah, there was, <laughs> that is not on the test. <laughs> so the reason we're having Jeremy on today is uh, we made a very exciting announcement this morning about the release of uh, the Cisco Cloud Center Suite. He's going to talk to us about what that is, uh, what it does, who it's for, and um, why we should all be excited about it. So welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks for having me back. Sure. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to repeat. Repeat my record right. for 2019. The pressure's on now. And uh, I think things are already looking up for us. Last year, we were, as we were discussing prior to uh, recording, we were in a very hot, sweaty box at Cisco Live. Uh, this time, it's much cooler, and there's not a video camera on us, so we can do whatever we want. We can dance around the box. We can, <laughs> we can do whatever we like. The bad thing is you're missing out on the, all the people roaming around and the cool energy that's here at Cisco Live. I think this is significantly larger than last year's, yeah? It is, it is. You're also missing last year. I was in a dev world. I had long hair, I had a ponytail. That's right. I'm clean cut, cut, back, clean cut, back Jeremy. to business now. <laughs> You're missing the non-ponytail, Jeremy. You're just going to have to envision what that looks like. But very clean cut, and this is just a really cool event. The energy has been unbelievable at the cloud booth. I don't know if that's exclusively because of Cloud Center, but I've been working at front table and it is exhausting. We grossly underordered everything that we needed for giveaways. Like people are interested. There's a lot of excitement. So that's a good problem to have. So socks are in demand. <laughs> the socks, the t-shirts, and normally, I don't know, people don't I've given those socks away before. So I don't think it's honestly the socks. People are usually not that excited about the socks. So tell us first about Cloud Center Suite. What is it? Why why the big announcement this morning? Yeah, so let's go back a little bit for people who don't know. So Cisco acquired a company called Clicker uh, almost three years ago now. And so the Clicker Cloud Center product became Cisco Cloud Center. So cloud management platform, helping customers you know, model, deploy, and manage one to many clouds. We have some customers that when we say cloud, it could just be on-premise data center. So some customers are just VMware or OpenStack and deploy VMs or full application stacks. And so a CMP is exactly that, helping you manage it. And there's, there's different technologies out there in the market. We think we have one of the better ones. Um, but what we've announced is now the evolution of the Cloud Center product into the Cloud Center suite. Why is it a suite? Yeah, that's a great question. I knew you were going to ask me that. Why is it a suite? It is a suite. Um, so Cloud Center is an individual product. Actually, the name Cloud Center became the name of the suite. So the functionality of the CMP, I'll talk about a bit, but we actually have a suite that's multiple modules now. Okay. And so in that framework of having multiple modules, we have some common things. All products that, that work and, and help in our cloud strategy have the need for user management, licensing, logging, you know, administrative separation of duties, role-based access control, our smart licensing entitlement system. You know, so we have a common framework. Um, an installer, we made the inst installation easier. So that whole kind of common framework is wrapped up in something called the suite admin. So the, the base module, if you will, is this common framework. And so it's Kubernetes based. So these are containers, microservices. Um, and so the Cloud Center CMP product is now a module called Workload Manager. Okay. So managing the workloads of applications, VMs, containers, 
on any of the 15 clouds we support, so still the breadth of cloud support is there. So if and you so were using Cloud Center before, the functionality there is all wrapped up now in one of the three main modules. Exactly. And it's called Workload Manager. Exactly. Okay. And so now there's additional modules, and by the way, we have ideas for more modules. Okay. What we've announced today is the suite with three modules. So the other two modules, um, cost optimizer, first okay. of all. So a lot of times in cloud now, what am I really spending? And we, in Cloud Center, did track spending, but we track spending mostly of what we were managing. And by the way, there's a lot of complex costing. So we were deploying a virtual machine, putting an app on it, so we knew the virtual machine, we knew the storage, but there's also in cloud billing, things that happen at the end of the month in arrears, or hours are becoming minutes, are becoming seconds, some things that are measured in millions of APIs and then you pay for it. Mm. So you have to hit some base level million first and then you pay in chunks of half a million or a million. So it's just not simple like saying I'm paying for a virtual compute, virtual storage. Network ins and outs end up being usually about 10% of an enterprise's public cloud bill. So how do you see that whole monthly bill? Uh, and by the way, a lot of customers don't just have one cloud account. They have 20, 30, 40. How do um, we, they see that bill right now? Is there a way? Would you have to kind of cobble together a bunch of different... Well, I think the different providers have a pretty good interface for showing billing because that's how they get paid. But what happens when you're using three public clouds? Right, so and you have one place where you private. can see them all. Exactly, exactly. And, and will this new module allow you to see it all? That is exactly what it does. So the shipping version of it, we don't support all 15 clouds of Workload Manager, but we do support Amazon, Azure, Google, and VMware. Okay. And so we'll, we'll expand the capability to get that to be the full same multi-cloud support that uh, the workload manager, Cloud Center product supports. Um, but it also has some complexity in it. Billing subgroups, you know, showback, chargeback, reporting, all those kind of capabilities are what you need to see in a, in a cloud um, cost reporting tool. And I have different accounts. You pay with yours on the credit card, mine's on the corporate card. I want to move everyone to a volume consolidated negotiated bill figure out what you even have to start that. And we'll probably get into this a little more when we start talking about the additions. We have featured-based additions yeah. in the suite now as well, and there's actually some variations. Um, but also, I have something I'm spending on. I want to manage my costs. So starting to make recommendations. Are you right-sized? Should you move to a reserved instance or some other um, kind of uh, committed-based pricing that the, that the cloud providers offer. So, the, the, so cost optimizer is first and foremost about full detailed cloud reporting and then also some intelligence to show you where you could save money. I think um, that recommendation thing sounds like a neat feature because I might look at the dashboard and see that my usage is here, 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 and here, but I may not realize that there's an opportunity for improvement. I might just think that's normal. This is just how much other, this, you know, everybody has a little bit more capacity than they're using. Yeah, um, correct. And it would be inappropriate to downsize, but this, this tool is actually saying, no, you're pretty safe in downsizing here. Or, you, or does it also recommend upsizing at times? Well, it does. Upsizing, downsizing, okay. moving, you know, picking instances where you're saving. A lot of times in the cloud, if you pick a, like a prepaid instance or a volume instance, they have different names. Amazon calls it reserved instance, for example. A lot of times it's 40% less than the hourly rate. So if wow. you're really running a 24 by seven, two years in, this has been your website, you could have saved 40%. Wow. I actually committing to a reserved instance. So not all our corporate workloads are ephemeral and moving around and being created and destroyed. They still run a long time. Yeah. So this will point out where you could be saving money in long running workloads, but the user's making the commitment. We're showing you the reporting data and giving you options to push a button. So this is an example of showing the suite again. 
who, what product actually does the, the action of upsizing or downsizing or switching it to a reserved instance? Workload manager. Yeah. So cost optimizer is a reporting tool. We'll show you recommendation buttons. The, the engine doing the work is the traditional cloud center product, the workload okay. manager module. Okay. So. Very cool. And, and what's the, the third one? The third one, action orchestrator. So if anyone's familiar with Cisco products of past, we've had a product called Cisco Process Orchestrator. Okay. And it's not just a workflow engine. It's actually business process orchestration. So I'll give you a couple examples. Yeah, what so this is the evolution. So Action Orchestrator is the evolution of our Cisco Process Orchestrator product. So Cisco Process Orchestrator has been around for years. Um, was it part of? Was it deployed with Cloud Center before? No, we no. It separately, we purchase it separately. We, separately. we have customers who use something called Prime Service Catalog and Cisco Process Orchestrator. were usually purchased together. Okay. Um, and so customers use this for business process orchestration. A um, couple great examples here. Action Orchestrator is the evolution of what was a .NET application, now containerized microservices running on Kubernetes. So it's our tech refresh, if you will, yeah. of that technology, still very needed by the enterprise. Uh, the boards here, the signage that oh, shows yeah. network statistics of this event, it's actually Action Orchestrator powering those boards. Ah. We're pulling the information, so the operations team here uses Action Orchestrator. They have business process, how they set up all the switches and get the configs on them. There's lots of Cisco technology used. How do you stand up an event for 20,000 people in a week right. with APs everywhere and, and the health? So a lot of the dashboards and performance you're seeing is actually Action Orchestrator pulling from different sources and then giving it to one presentation source that's showing the statistics on the board. Internally in Cisco, we have our own way to procure software, get your new laptop, you have a new employee who needs their SaaS account for some service Cisco uses. We actually use Cisco Process Orchestrator internally. So our own supply chain uh, management. So best so way we know what works on it. We know it needs to be improved in it. We're probably constantly exactly. updating it. Exactly. And so to kind of give why do we need this thing, yeah. it's, still, it's both technical and business. So let's use an example here. You want a SaaS account, okay? So IT wants to start offering IT as a service. They put a thing in a catalog that someone can come order, get Allie her new SaaS account. Yep. So your manager needs to approve it because it's $50 a month. Maybe it's optional. It's not part of the normal employee right. onboarding. There's then the technical delivery of the thing, making an API call to the provider to say, we have a new user on our corporate account, please activate this account. Yeah. Give them this permissions within the application. So that's technical. A lot of things can do that. But now I also, so I had an email go out that was workflow and approvals and governance. Okay. And I had the actual technical execution that actually made it happen. And now, for example, who goes and inserts the record in the financial system yeah. so that every quarter we charge your department the money that you committed to when you turned on this SaaS account. All of that is done with Action Out Orchestrator in workflows. Okay. So again, that can be used as a standalone module calling in through the APIs to interact with it and run these workflows. We also then use it in the suite. So Cloud Center used to do some things that were workflow, but we were focused more on cloud management workflows, the lifecycle action of a service, a virtual machine, an application deployment, a virtual load balancer, et cetera but we didn't really do, like, insert the record in the financial system. Sure. So now we're pushing a lot of our lifecycle management, workflow management, workload managers calling action orchestrator workflows. So the products are highly integrated. When you build a workflow, you can actually say, this is for workload manager. Nice. And now it shows up in the dropdowns of workload manager as something you can select as part of building your service you want to deliver in a catalog and 
and that could be an application lifecycle, or it could, like our SaaS example. Yeah. So it's really a, why we say it's a business process orchestrator, because we have the technical and non-technical things that need to occur, and a powerful sure. workflow engine needed to be added into a suite for, that's just one use case. There's lots of use cases for it. And who's the user of that? Who's the person who's going to benefit from this? Well, it, it can be the cloud management. Yeah. As I mentioned, workload manager yeah. benefits by having a stronger workflow ability. You could always script all this and make it happen. Um, so some benefits. Uh, we do have things like customers who have a technical outcome, not written in Cisco products, but maybe written in Ansible or Chef or Puppet. We're even moving where Action Orchestrator is where we put the adapters to work with like Ansible, Chef, and Puppet. So that was, I said that was a technical solution. What about the non-technical guardrails and governance and the hooks to the financial system, the supply chain? Right. So still leverage that Ansible, and that may be what you like as an organization or Chef or Puppet, but now we've wrapped our whole suite around, use what you have, plus add to it to get the true outcome the CIO needs. It's not just the technical outcome. He needs the governance, the controls, the compliance, the reporting, so. So you're, you're taking me in a direction, not the question I thought I was going to ask, but when I think of this tool uh, or this solution, product, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> sweet product. I think of it as something for a multi-cloud environment. Is it only for a multi-cloud or hybrid cloud environment? What is, who's it best for? So this is probably a good segue into the additions. Yeah. So we are offering feature-based pricing because you know, if you're buying into a multi-cloud journey mm. and today you only have VMware on-premises. Yeah. Do you need all multi-cloud? So we have Essentials, Advantage, and Premier. So going from low to high, and that's pretty common. We have several products, DNA Center, ACI, that have Essentials, Advantage, Now does Essentials Premier. mean I only get Workload Manager and I don't get the Cost Optimizer and I don't Great get question. the Action Orchestrator? No, you actually get all the functionality of each module, but reduced feature set. So for uh, example, Essentials. Yeah. Essentials, good example, Customers who are early in their multi-cloud journey, I am just on VMware. So I maybe just getting VMs deployed really fast, or now I have a container problem. How do I do container management? As Kubernetes becomes popular in my devs, I just need basic VM and container management. So at a lower price point, I don't need application awareness, I don't need all the clouds, but I, I need you know, fast service of delivering VMs, containers. Um, what if I need just reporting? So the cost reporting is included as well. So the cost optimizer module, but it's just reporting. The recommendations okay. are the next Oh, they're edition. the next tier. Exactly. Okay. The uh, action orchestrator, the adapters that are included are more of the do-it-yourself, mm -hmm. RESTful APIs, SSH, um, et cetera. So the next edition up is our advantage edition. All the adapters, all the Cisco on Cisco. I want a multi-cloud solution. Still could just be VMware. Maybe it's just your VMware, but you have ACI now. Mm -hmm. Or you have DNA Center, or you have Intersight, or you have UCS Director, um, some of our other products. Even an existing Cisco Process Orchestrator customer. Right. Action Orchestrator has an adapter to call Cisco Process Orchestrator because maybe you're not ready to move all your workflows to Action Orchestrator. So Action Orchestrator AO can call CPO. Mm -hmm. So that middle edition is what expands the feature matrix. So in Workload Manager, that's where we get application centricity. So deploying actual applications and application lifecycle management, adding all the adapters for AO, the recommendations from Cost Optimizer. Now we're telling you, yeah. push this button and you should upsize or downsize this virtual machine and Workload Manager does all that work. So that's really what the middle edition advantage is for. Very cool. And then the premier edition, 
is the top edition. All our existing customers are going to get entitled to Premier. So for our existing customers, they're basically getting two new modules for no additional cost. They're getting cost reporting, and they're Very getting cool. this new business process, you know, workflow engine capability. But that also, that Premier Edition is our deeper integrations out into a broader world. Mm -hmm. um, CICD, continuous integration, continuous deployment. So our Jenkins plugin you get with Premier, our ServiceNow integration, if you want to publish our application to Pollard profiles, to the service catalog in ServiceNow, or whatever we deploy in the suite and manage, you want to import that into your ServiceNow CMDB, so you have kind of incident change management. That's things that ITSM does. That's not Cloud Center Suite. Cloud Center Suite's not an ITSM. Right. So a lot of customers have integrations with those kind of enterprise products. So the Premier Edition, is really the full enterprise set, all our, our ecosystem of integrations we provide, and some more action orchestrator adapters. Um, both the Advantage and Premier um, also have uh, a SDK, okay. so partners and customers can develop their own adapters. So the Essentials is kind of your starter pack. Sure, you sure. Know, start early, and the Advantage and Premier really are where you have the third, third party SDK, all the integrations in the Cisco portfolio, et cetera. So previously, if you bought Cloud Center, or it was a suite, you got, you, you essentially got everything. It was an all or nothing deal. Why did we move to this multi-tiered system? What's the benefit? Well, we see customers, some are early in their journey. Um, maybe IT hadn't committed to a multi-cloud strategy. You're waiting to see what, how the market developed and matured, but your lines of business, maybe were going out and swiping their credit card. So whether you like it or not, one business unit's using Amazon, yeah. another business using Google, IT may have been providing a, a private option, yeah. you know, VMware, OpenStack, what have you. And so really understanding what you're planning to do. So by having like cost reporting, for example, in the essentials, start with the information you need to make a well-informed well strategy decision. Yeah. So you may, I think we'll find a lot of customers maybe who are early in their journey, start with essentials and move up to advantage. So really, I think customers are paying for what they need when they need it. So a customer starts off early, they're just using VMs on-premises, they're really not application-centric as they evolve to needing multiple clouds, getting an application centricity and delivering you know, service brokering, yeah. um, connecting to more places, then the value of the suite increases and customers have the ability to move up in the additions over time. We have one other big addition to the suite as well. What's that? We're bringing back a SaaS version. So I'm just describing. Yeah. I'm just describing the product feature set. It's not any different if a customer hosts this themselves, or if we have a SaaS version. So coming back in March, we have a Cisco will provide this for you. So some customers don't want to run the platform either. So why did we break up additions? Because this kind of sophistication of multi-cloud and CMP is what the big enterprises have been doing for several years. By having a SaaS and breaking it up into feature-based pricing, we're now bringing an enterprise cloud management capability down to customers, maybe at a lower price point, less IT people, but still see the vision of, it's I want It's more accessible. It's more accessible. And you're getting the features that the big enterprises have paid for and matured, and so it kind of opens it up for you know the rest of us. people out there with the vision at smaller companies or companies who just don't have the budget for it for whatever reason. They've already, they already have their heads wrapped around cloud. They understand their long-term vision, but they can't have all the bells and whistles that they want. Exactly. And it might just be the complexity of running it. You know, yes. the variations of Amazon networking is different than Google networking, is different than Azure networking. And, right. um, but now they can get their hands on Cloud Center, even if it isn't with everything, they can still get an incredible amount of functionality. Exactly. Whereas before it was just, it's all or nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's also the governance. 
the non-technical guardrails of cloud management brings it to everyone. You know, we had another announcement today as well, our ACI Anywhere strategy, which means the networking policy so that no matter what cloud you're using, we're deploying the desired policy into the cloud native networking. And so Cloud Center Suite ties into ACI Anywhere so that we can tell the ACI software-defined networking this application topology demands the network be configured this way, and the ACI policy is actually the engine that goes and programs the network. So there's so a little bit of a better together story there. Is, there is. Um, so we have one other thing as well. That yeah. In this Cloud Center suite, the two top editions, Advantage and Premier, um, we have a product called NSO. Um, it was an acquisition uh, a while back, TailF, the TailF acquisition. And NSO does, a lot of our service provider customers use NSO. Uh, we do have enterprise customers that use it. Um, when you look at a cloud management product and say, I want to deploy a virtual router, more and more we're connecting. So we have our Google solution we announced last summer, our Amazon solution. Those involve multi-cloud, but also containers, Kubernetes, right. and technologies like Google GKE and Amazon uh, EKS. So we now have the NSO product. How do you actually deploy two virtual routers and do the point-to-point -point secure connectivity in an automated way right. because an application needs to be deployed to one cloud or the other. So we're including an NSO Essentials, specifically limited to deploying virtual routers and also okay. virtual firewalls. Some customers want to do two virtual firewalls. Um, and we're limit limited to 25 devices. So enterprises can start to see the power of NSO to actually deploy and manage virtual routers, virtual firewalls. And by the way, NSO also manages, you had a thousand physical firewalls and you wanted to change the password on all 1,000 of them tomorrow because maybe you had a staff change or it's been 90 days, you yeah. need to change all the passwords. It's hard to go change all the passwords in 1,000 routers. <laughs> or maybe your standard, I, I want to make a, a global interface change. So kind of part of our network intuitive story, you know, we need products like NSO. So we're including NSO Essentials in the Cloud Center suite because that's the right tool to do some specific technical thing that is usually part of a cloud management deployment and orchestration. The day two lifecycle management of a router yeah. is what NSO does. So, so we're including that for customers in the suite so they can at least try it out and start to see what it, how you can very easily build that connection between two private clouds and, or two public clouds or a public to private cloud. And that's what NSO is really good at. That's a lot of amazing new functionality and features, obviously, in this suite. I can tell, I can understand now why it wasn't just, hey, we're rolling out an upgrade. It's something yeah. entirely new. Yes. What I wonder is, was this customer driven? Were you getting customers knocking at your door saying, we could really use this? Or was it more driven by a Cisco vision we have where we're trying to pull customers forward to what we see is coming? So both, but primarily Cisco and part, uh, customer and partner led. We get a lot of feedback from customers. We have customers in service provider, in you know, government, Department of Defense, and military and civilian. We have enterprises in banking, financial, biotech. They all have a lot of similar problems, and, and some say, uh, look at other slower industries to adopt, um, maybe K through 12, or hospitals. It takes a long time to upgrade technology in hospitals, so they want CMP, but maybe they're still early in the journey. So we had lots of customer feedback on I need to start with something that's smaller, that meets yeah. my use cases today, that gives me the tools to run what I have well and, and plan. So like cost reporting yeah. is important. Um, we have a lot of customers who gave us feedback of, I just, I need more all-inclusive billing uh, looks 
across my entire portfolio. Yeah. Uh, in the Cloud Center suite, um, we run on top of Kubernetes. Last spring at KubeCon, we announced Kubernetes support for Cloud Center, the former 4X product, and AppDynamics. And at the same time, we had launched our Cisco Container Platform product, which is our Kubernetes as a service. So we're running this new product on top of that. Um, one of the things our customers also told us, I want it to be easier to install, easier to upgrade over the life cycle of it. So that's why we made the changes in the architecture to do a common framework, easier installation, install the modules you want. When we have an upgrade available, you'll see it in the suite admin, one click, let's upgrade that module. And so, so all of that came from customer feedback and our own experiences, people calling TAC, asking for support. So it's, yeah, what we do in the cloud world is highly driven by our customers and partners' I feedback of what and they need. Have any of them gotten to try this yet and what's been their reaction? Yeah, so we've had a bunch of customers in to actually do a hands-on. This was before the holiday breaks. We actually had uh, a room full of 40 customers and partners um, actually seeing what we had, a, kind of a beta preview, if you will, give us feedback on what they liked, what they didn't like. Uh, we have some partners who've had early access because obviously yeah. our partners are our main way that we support a lot of our customers. They bring scale yeah. to Cisco. So by having several of our key partners engaged, and now that it'll be out on February 15th, is when the GA date is. We announced it today, but the GA is February 15th. So all our partners will have access to it, uh, not just the early ones. So we have- general availability for those of you that don't work for Cisco. Yeah, thank you, It thank will you. be generally available on the 15th. <laughs> yeah, so all our partners will have access to it. Cool. But uh, yeah, we've had lots of opportunities to, to talk to customers, get their hands good on feedback. It. Have yeah. any of them been intimidated by the Kubernetes factor that we've moved from VM to Kubernetes? Um, I certainly, uh, heard Tuan talking to, to folks about it at the demo desk yesterday, and, and yep. I just I thought, just, just hearing Kubernetes freak them out, does it, it, does it paint a picture of a bigger change for them than this really is? Because yeah. I think once you understand more about it, it's a more isolated change, but... Yeah, it's a good question. So for a customer doing the install, I said, well, let's make the install easier. You may be listening and say, I don't know anything about Kubernetes, and right. now it requires Kubernetes. The installer actually lays down the Kubernetes for you, does the lifecycle management. So to the average IT person who may not know what Kubernetes is, they're virtual machines. The Kubernetes is virtualized, they're VMs. During the install process, I use the phrase self-hosted. We have SaaS and self-hosted, because our installer will say, would you like to run this on Amazon? So we deploy the application to Amazon EKS, Amazon's Kubernetes, or G Google GKE. So we have four or five places that we can deploy the software. And one of them is you can choose your own Kubernetes as well. We expect probably not a lot of customers already have their own Kubernetes running. Right. So if you choose to run it on your own premises, we're laying down the Kubernetes for you as part of the installer. So, Good. so it's customer like doesn't have need to learn Kubernetes. They don't already have to be experts at it. It's really just what this is built on. It's what this technology uses. But it's, it doesn't yeah. mean you have a heavy training lift as far as, or any training lift. Correct, correct. I, I think our customers will find that we used to think Kubernetes and containers and microservices was only custom development. And so this is an example of, it's not just custom development. You're buying commercial off the software, commercial off the shelf software from Cisco. That, and more and more, you'll see more Cisco products that are containerized. So. Probably good if our customers realize Kubernetes is mature yeah. and it's not just custom development, but today you don't need to be a Kubernetes expert. Uh, and when it's broken, you call Cisco TAC, our technical assistance center takes the phone call, and if it is Kubernetes, we'll fix it for you. 
So awesome. if it's GKE, you know, Google GKE is well run. Uh, it's a stable Kubernetes environment. Uh, but our software runs on top of Kubernetes now. Is there a place that customers can get their hands dirty and test it out, or how does that work? We have a, a trial period or a sandbox? Or? Yeah, so for our customers and partners, there's a 90-day. We have something called smart licensing in Cisco. So Cloud Center Suite is smart licensing enabled. It gives customers who have access to the software 90 days to try it out. Now, customers who have access to it usually mean they have an enterprise agreement or right. a partner helps them. Um, we do have DevNet, so developer.cisco.com. Um, this will be out there. Uh, oh, our container platform, actually, our Kubernetes. You heard this and said, I don't know anything about Kubernetes. DevNet has a Kubernetes sandbox. You can go actually play with Cisco Container Platform and learn Kubernetes even. If this is the part that interests you more, that's there. We also have dCloud. So for any customers and partners, um, so dcloud.cisco.com. Today... Is that only accessible to existing customers? So just sign up for a Cisco account. Okay. You don't have to own any Cisco products and you can use dCloud. If you're thinking of college intern, you think Cisco's great, but you have never bought anything from Cisco, sign up for a Cisco.com account. No purchase necessary. Okay. And in dCloud, you can prohibited. <laughs> yeah, correct. So today we have a Cloud Center 4.9, which yep. is the prior version. So uh, at the end of February, we'll have a dCloud um, catalog item. So if you search Cloud Center today, you'll see a Cloud Center 4.9. You can go and play with our CMP um, capabilities. And then at the end of February, you'll see a dCloud Cloud Center suite. And that'll be the whole, everything we just talked about. So lots of ways to try it out. We have a lot of the partners already have it in their lab. They can demo it to folks. Um, we have a whole series of what's new videos coming. So between now okay. and February 15th, when the code comes out, we'll be posting. Some will be on YouTube, some will be internal to uh, the Cisco sales folks, but we'll have a lot of kind of what's new. That's what great. is cost optimizer? What's new about it? Showing some of the key features in a, in a nice little two minute video. So if you don't have time to install software, we're creating a bunch of little two minute videos on what's new topic areas. So over the next couple of weeks, you'll see all those. That'll be helpful. What's will those be videos? on DevNet? Or will they be Those will be on, on Cisco.com, Cisco our internal kind of portal. Okay, slash go, the, the website is Cisco.com slash go slash Cloud Center Suite. There you go. So there should be links from there. Wherever else you may find it, more power to you, but I know that <laughs> we'll have it there. The YouTube Cisco, Cisco channel usually ends up having some of it as well. Cool, so cool. There's lots of ways to find us. Well, this has been amazing, Jeremy. You've uh, enlightened me and hopefully our audience a great deal. Is there anything that I should have asked you about this cool product that I just didn't even know to ask? Because I don't have Pete, my co-host, with me here. As you know, Mr. Pete Johnson is the uh, intellectual engine of this, of this show, and he is in Michigan. He does not want to get on a plane and fly to Barcelona because if you've met him in real life, he's like six foot five. Yeah, yeah. No. So. Pete came from Clicker, actually. <laughs> oh, so we're well, glad you have him. He, was, he came in through the Cloud Center acquisition. Um, probably one thing, when you look at where this fits in Cisco, yeah. um, our multi-cloud portfolio, we have lots of different groups in Cisco that are doing things that make the use of cloud better. And some of it's our heritage. How do you securely connect? That's our network portfolio, that's our security portfolio. So our multi-cloud portfolio, our cloud center product, was the main part of the multi-cloud portfolio. So we call multi-cloud portfolio advisory, connect, protect, and consume. Pretty self-explanatory. Cloud Center was in the consume, App Dynamics was in the consume, and Cisco Container Platform. So now it's Cloud Center Suite. Um, so really, it's part of our broader multi-cloud strategy and how how do you connect the, the multi-cloud world? How do you 
uh, secure it because the tooling we need to get visibility, it's not just behind our corporate firewall in our data center any longer. Uh, we're really trying to give customers choice. Yeah. You're choosing where you want to run your business, where you want to run your apps, where you want to run your workload, the partners you're working with for like software as a service. So cloud for us is also software as a service and how do you connect to that? So our whole multi-cloud portfolio is really that be where customers want to be, we know how to connect and secure you. So our multi, so things like Cloud Center Suite are just one part of what it takes to really be successful in the cloud. So I don't know there's really any other vendor out there other than Cisco that has the breadth of, if you need to connect securely to a growing multi-cloud world, you need better networking, software-defined networking, SD-WAN, I want my branch offices to directly connect via their interconnect connection out to my Office 365 or Salesforce.com, that's SD-WAN. Yeah. That's part of our multi-cloud portfolio. So all these things actually fit into a bigger strategy and Cisco's probably the one vendor that has a breadth of products that actually gets you the outcomes you need holistically. So Cloud Center's just part of it. And I say there are pro there is a demo, there's 10 different demos right now in the uh, multi-cloud world booth here. So if you're hearing this while you're still at Cisco Live, be sure to stop by. I mean, it has been hopping and some of those demos will blow your mind. App Dynamics, obviously Cloud Center Suite. Uh, Stealthwatch Cloud just tickles me every time I, I see what it can do. It, I yeah. adore that product. So Absolutely. come see the amazing things we're doing with Hybrid Cloud. Um, it's been really busy. And so uh, I'm, I'm really excited to have this new thing to brag about as part of our portfolio. And I appreciate you explaining it for, uh, for our audience today. Thank yep. you so much. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. All right, yeah. bye.